Hello, Forever Family. My name's Shannon. I'm the recovery pastor. I want to share a small story with you that speaks volumes when it comes to baby talk and tantrums. So when my son was small, I never talked to him in baby talk. We communicated based on his understanding of meanings of words and, and how they best fit the situation. So what I mean is, so when he was little and he was hungry, he would, I would ask him if he was hungry and he would reply with something like num num, which was the sound he made when he was eating, like the little sounds. When he saw a cow, he would say moo cow because it was the sound that they, they made. And so that's how he associated his, his learning of the vocabulary at first. Now, if he was in trouble, I would call him Mr. If it was a situation where he could get hurt, of course, I'd call him by his name to, to stop him. So when he decided to test me with a tantrum, I would give him the same reply every single time. I would put my hands on my hips and I would look at him and I would say the exact same phrase. I would say, Mister, you need to breathe. Tomorrow's going to be another day. You will get mad again, so save your energy today because I don't have time for it. I don't have time to wait on your tantrum to be over. And then I would start to walk off. And he would realize that I was not going to play this tantrum game with him. I wasn't going to play this emotional tug of war with him. And he was not going to win the battle of attitude. I mean, because he is his mama's child. He's ate up with being his mama's child. We got the same attitude. So anytime he'd be mad about something and he wouldn't get his way, this is what I would hear. So by the time of age three, if he saw somebody that was mad, he mimics because that's what children do. They're like little sponges. He would put his little hands on his hips and he would say, Mr., you need to breathe. And it didn't matter if he was talking to a guy or a girl. It didn't matter. So we would all start laughing and then we would walk off. Now, by the age of four, we found ourselves in a parts store on a Sunday afternoon. There were several people standing around at one o'clock waiting for them to open their doors. And as soon as they opened the doors, everybody went in, picked up what they needed, and we gathered around waiting for them to open a register so they could ring us up and we could leave quickly. So they had the first register open and there was a long line. Finally, a second person was freed up enough that they could come open another register. So we're all there in line and I was fourth in line at the first register. So when the second register opened, the person that was in front of us stepped over into the next line. Well, we followed him. And so here's where the, the visual you'll need for the rest of the story. Remember, I'm fourth in line. The guy that was third in line stepped to the second register. I followed him. Now, the lady who was in the second spot at the first register was on her phone. She was not paying any attention. None whatsoever. So when she didn't step over to the second register... She went off. The line quickly divided into two lines. I mean, everybody was just filling in the space. She blew a fuse. 
She went off on me. She went off on every single person standing in the second line. Now, her rant may have only lasted for a few seconds, and I'll be honest, everybody kind of froze in their spot, and it seemed to last for minutes, and no one responded to her. Well, one person responded to her. So when my son heard her tantrum, he stepped out and stood between the two lines. Y'all, my heart dropped. He put his little hands on his hips. I promise you I could not move fast enough to stop his mama's attitude from oozing out of his little mouth because he was about to scold her. This scolding was on its way to be delivered. He looked at her as everyone stood in silence. And these words were heard by everyone. He said, look here, mister, you need to breathe. Tomorrow's another day. You're going to get mad again, so save your energy today because I don't have time for your tantrum to be over. Y'all, let me tell you, as everyone busted out laughing and she pointed her finger at my son and was stepping towards him, I reached down, put my hand on his little mouth, pulled him back behind my leg for safety because, you know, this mama bear was about to show her fangs and that lady better dare not step to my child who was definitely just speaking what the rest of us was thinking. You know, out of the mouths of babes, clearly anyone who has been around a small child, you know all too well that they are just little recorders. If you hear it, you'll say it. That's the way babies are. And unfortunately, many things they say is what the rest of us are thinking. Now, this doesn't mean it's acceptable to say, doesn't mean it's acceptable to do, but this is where we can't scold them. We have to check ourselves. If they absorbed everything that we do and everything that we said, then what kind of true impact are we making on the next generation without realizing the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual footprints we're leaving behind on their little hearts and lives? Just some food for thought today. Always remember, speak life, be a blessing, but put your faith feet into action to cause a positive ripple effect. Because tantrums, they only cause strife. We need to speak truth and love. We need to help each other walk better and lean, each other, lean on each other when we're struggling. Until next time, much agape, everybody.